When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Come and knock on our door. The sitcom Three's Company made Suzanne Summers a TV superstar in the late 1970s. Well, today we learned Summers died at her home in Palm Springs, California, after a long fight against breast cancer. She was also a successful businesswoman, revealing just last year that she made nearly $300 million marketing her Thighmaster workout device. Suzanne Summers was 76. She died one day before her birthday. You broke my heart and you made me cry. You said I couldn't dance. And now I'm back to let you know that I can really make romance. You do what you gotta do. Told you earlier, man, there was nothing like a Tuesday night. Tuesday night was the best when I was growing up. 8 o'clock, ABC. Channel 7, ABC. 8 o'clock, Happy Days. 8.30, Laverne and Shirley. 9.30, no one watched it. 9 to 5. 10 o'clock, the hobby was mighty. Heart to heart with Robert Wagner and Stephanie Powers. But 9 o'clock, Three's Company. Two of them are dead now. John Witter is long gone. He was brilliant. Now, we lost Suzanne yesterday at 76. I think Joyce DeWitt is still alive. Uh, Don Knotts is gone, Mr. Furley, and uh, so is Norman Fell, who played Mr. Roper. I know my stuff when it comes to that show. The other neighbor is still alive, the other guy. Who was that guy? Is he a famous actor? He was in other things, like probably Love Boat, probably. Yeah, everybody was in Love Boat. What's his name was in Love Boat like every week? Bert, uh, what was his name? Bert Convy. Bert Convy. He was a big star back then. He was on the Love Boat every week. Can you name three of the actors, Justin, from Love Boat before I get to Lee Zeldin? Absolutely not. Why not? Uh, never even heard of the program. You never heard of the Love Boat? Oh, wow. No. Now how old are you? I hate know? your generation. Yeah. I really do. This is why they want to kill us. This is why they all want to kill us. <laughs> I'm dead serious. This is why. Yeah. I thought it was the Jonas Brothers, but it's you. What can you do? You never heard of the love boat? Nope. You know the song, though. The love boat. Now I do. Soon will be. <laughs> After that beautiful rendition. Oh, shut up. So stupid. 77 WABC listeners join us on October the 20th. At 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda back the blue with special programming all day. To all police officers everywhere, we thank you for your honor and dedication as you protect and serve. We love you guys. Download the 77 WABC app and listen all day, October the 20th. Well, it's been a great show. From Alex Trayman, live in Israel, Dove Hiking. Oof. Live in Israel, you heard the bombs going off right around him. He was less than five miles away. Rich Lowry, Curtis Sliwa, moments ago, Mark Levin, Elizabeth Pipko. My next guest, nearly the governor of New York, I wish he was. He ran a great race. Great congressman out of the fine city of Shirley, Long Island. He's my dear friend, Lee Zeldin. Lee, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Please don't ask me uh, to name cast members of the Love Boat either. Really? I, no, I, I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I would say I have heard of the Love Boat. I remember the Love Boat. Uh, I, 
remember a couple of the characters of it, but as far as the actors' names, yeah, no, that would that would escape me. And, and paying tribute to Suzanne Summers, I just have to say one thing. I love the fact that that no matter how woke America and Hollywood would ever get, nothing was ever going to shake Suzanne Somers. She was uh, she was someone who had her beliefs. And she supported causes and people who might have been on the other opposite side of the aisle, and that would upset Hollywood. But she was unapologetic about it, and I loved it. She was on our team, baby. You know, um, Lou Rafino leads out and to this day, credits his uh, beautiful ass to her thigh master. Did you know that? Well, you know, that's uh, an important fact. <laughs> are, like they, they, they just turned on the radio like five seconds ago, and they're like... I need to catch up. It's Monday morning. I've been Israel. out of pocket all weekend. <laughs> now they're all caught up. Now they're all caught up. On a serious note, though, um, Danielle, my beautiful wife, you know very well, said to me last night, she read something you had written in the post. She goes, you got to get Leon. I go, I don't need an excuse, but okay, fine. So I had this little tiff for a couple of months. It was really immature. And I was the guy who was most heavy-handed with Mark Levin. And I reached out to Mark yesterday, and I said, listen, we need to come together, especially the big Jewish voices in America. Mark Levin, Sid Rosenberg, Ben Shapiro, Lee Zeldin. People need to hear from us. And uh, you're one of those people. So thank you for coming on today. And I think you'd agree that this, maybe now more than ever, is a time for all Jews to get on the same page and, and get on the same team and back Israel and not the other side. Hundred percent. When we say never again, that wasn't a slogan or a punchline, and it wasn't something that when it would actually happen again, that any of us can can be silent or or cower or be complacent. And I've been encouraged by all the people who have been speaking up passionately uh, from the the left. You know, unfortunately, that's not. Universal. I mean, we've seen with Democratic Socialist America and Rashida Tlaib and what's going on at college campuses. So we have a, a lot of work to do. It's crazy how many people are outing themselves that when you start getting into uh, beheading babies and raping women and kidnapping hundreds and engaging in, in, in a massacre, that you would still be out there refusing to condemn Hamas terrorists and doing what's right. But for the rest of us, with you know, in, a, in a moment of absolute clarity, we all need to be speaking up with our full voice because never again wasn't a punchline we meant it, and, and never again is now. You know, I saw a couple of thousand people, maybe more, and they were hanging out together, Lee Zeldin, on Friday afternoon in Times Square. Something tells me not one of those people screamed never again in all those hours they were congregated, and that's because they were pro-Palestinian. And this rally, the only rally I saw bigger was in London. The London rally scared the hell out of me. It was huge. But the fact that we've got this many people here in New York where there are more Jews than any other state in the country congregating almost daily makes me nauseous. They're not condemning Hamas terrorists like they should. They actually, some of them, dress up like they are Hamas terrorists. And the other ones, when asked by the reporters, what do you think about the atrocities, say it didn't happen. That's Israeli propaganda. I swear they said that. And they are chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. 
think about what that what that means. They they have been talking for a, a long time as to what their goals are. Uh, this is a one-state solution that they advocate for where Israel does not exist. So we're not talking about a, a, a situation where they're looking to just be able to, to, to have peace, as is. They're talking about getting rid of the state of Israel. And then something really interesting happened yesterday morning. I, I was flipping through the, the radio channels, and there was a station where Al Sharpton was – the 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 special guest and it was uh they they had callers who were providing commentary and asking questions and it really reminded me just how important it is for us to get into uh more communities because i mean it was like folks were brainwashed and and being dumbed down purposefully people were saying things that just were not true and, you know and, and Sharpton's basically saying that the reason why Israel is going uh, is carrying out this mission against Gaza is because Gaza is filled with black and brown people like Israel's is defending itself you know clearly Israel has an inherent right of self defense you and I would be you know the first to to recognize that and we we'd all be outraged from thousands of miles away the images that we saw when we woke up that Saturday morning but to to suggest that defending yourself is inherently racist, uh, and and the amount of of blame that was getting put specifically on on Israel for what happened makes me think that you know what we you know you have a lineup here where you're talking to passionate, principled, proud, uh, vocal. Jewish leaders and non-Jewish leaders who just are, are able to see this for what it is over there and, and are speaking out. There's other radio stations out there where there are people who are tuning in, they're calling in, they're asking questions, and, and you have people on air who are supposed to be like the voices of, of reason and intelligence and thought, and they are dumbing down the audience, and it was just stomach-churning uh, to listen to that back and forth yesterday morning. Garbage. Well, he's garbage. I'm sorry. He's just garbage. He's he's a crook. He, he's out there for one reason, to make money. He doesn't care about black people at all. Not even a little. If he did, he'd be in Chicago every weekend. He just wants to make sure that these you know, people keep donating. It, it was an interesting tactic. You know, I, I realized uh, as I'm listening to him that a, a caller would say a bunch of things that were were factually wrong, and then drawing opinions, conclusions based off of a factually wrong premise. And Sharpton, who's you know been around the block in how to navigate these kinds of interactions and conversations, he would not correct any of what was factually wrong. He would not take an issue with any opinion that was morally wrong. He what he looks for is one kernel of that person's point to hammer in on and talk about until you get to the next caller. And it's just so important when you are a leader, when people follow you, they, they learn from you. They look up to you. It, it's, it's on the right. It's on the left. And for you know, there, a lot of people look up to Al Sharpton for guidance for whatever reason. We might disagree with 
you know, with whether or not people yeah. should be doing that. Yeah. But there's a responsibility for these leaders on the left sure. to lead those who follow them as opposed to, as opposed to being led by them. Agreed. Look, uh, one of the more embarrassing moments in my whole career was when the whole Imus crew had to apologize to Sharpton after the Rutgers comments. And I said, wait a second, that's the guy you pick? It's kind of like making George Floyd the face of the revolution. Yes, that man was murdered, God rest his soul, but he was a lowlife. He shouldn't be the face of any revolution. Same thing with Sharpton. That's the guy you have to apologize to? He couldn't care less. Anyway. Yeah, let me get to the yeah. Let yeah, me let me get to the, uh, the the leaders here in New York before we wrap this thing up, Lee. And I love you. You know that. Uh, specifically, the governor, only because a lot of us wish you were governor. We really do. Um, and you ran a great race, a testament to you. But she did win this, which this Kathy Hochul. How would you rate her response so far? Um, you know, listen. It's 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 easy. And this is a good thing. It's easy to do what's right in this situation. Uh, and, you know, I, I have a lower bar set for uh, for Hochul because there's been so much that I strongly disagree with. And there's you know stuff that I've been un- unimpressed by, uh, you know, so far it's. It's been, you know, base. It's it's basic. You, you know, you speak up for what is right. Uh, you work with uh, the State Department or the consul's office in trying to get New Yorkers home. Uh, we have hostages from New York who are currently being held in Gaza. One of them is a, a Long Islander who uh, you know, I know many people who know that family well, so it's something that, uh, you know, I've been in, involved with and aware of uh, since, you know, days before it was reported. Um, I, I would... I would and Eric Adams gave a good uh, speech that was praised uh, by many in the Jewish community. Uh, There's a four-minute clip that went viral, and a lot of people are happy with what he said. Uh, this is really easy, basic stuff, yeah. and I, you know I commend everyone for you know who's in office or not who's saying and doing the right thing. Um, but man, anyone who's out there in a moment like this. And you don't know what to say. You don't know how to lead. You're a dean on a college campus where Jewish students are, are crying because they have to walk past people who, you know, who hate them, dressed as Hamas terrorists and chanting you know, uh, threats. Uh, th- this is a moment where it should be really easy for, for a basic leader to be able to lead. And unfortunately, there are too many people failing. Uh, but that that is like the lowest bar. Right, like of course. The easiest of course. test of leadership. Right. Like Biden did that day. We support Israel. Great. Now what are you going to do about it? 30 seconds to go. Last 30 seconds. Based on, at least I base this on experience, not hypothesis. The man ran the country for four years. Lee Zeldin, if Donald Trump was president today, would this have ever happened? Well, I, I think that a lot – well, first off, there's there's no way to guarantee Obviously, that right. a, a light of conflict, uh, you know, a fire is uh, is is set um, no matter who's in power on any day. You can't guarantee it. But what I do know is that during four years, there weren't new conflicts. There, was, there were more peace agreements between Israel and others. There was There was no – New conflict, nothing like this had happened. There was the Abraham Accords. We moved the embassy in Israel to Jerusalem, recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights, got rid of the fairly flawed 
Iran nuclear deal. Uh, th there was funding that was cut off to some of these uh, entities where, where the money was going to bad places. Every, a lot was going in the right direction during four years, and a lot right now is going in the opposite direction, and I'm concerned about it. Can I guarantee that this you know, wouldn't happen? I don't care how good the president is at any given time. All I do know is that during four years of the last administration, there was a heck of a lot of stuff going in the right, right yeah. direction. We were not waking up on a Saturday morning to this. Yeah. I can guarantee it because it was funded by Iran, and when Trump was president, they had no money. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the best points is what you just said. On 9-11, the Biden administration announced $6 billion ransom payment <laughs> yeah. to Iran, and, yeah. and they want to say, like, Iran has nothing at all to do with this. <laughs> 93% of Hamas's military budget is from Iran, uh -huh. and the supreme leader of Iran was tweeting his support in videos of the massacre right. at, that, at that festival. So, yeah, no, it's, it's moments like this for President Biden. That, that he should be calling out uh, uh, Iran, President Trump wouldn't have even entered into that ransom payment in the first place on September 11th. There you go. Lee Zeldin, you're brilliant. You're great. I love you. Thank you for hopping on today. And, and uh, you're one of those voices, man. You say something, you write something, and me and Danielle are all over it. So thank you for hopping on today. Terrific job, buddy. Anytime. Thank you. All right. All right. Stay care. safe, okay? All right. Take care.